Yo, everybody, what is going on, man? Welcome to the welcome. Well, welcome back to the Two Live Podcast. This is your host Victor Monsion. Um, yo, how's everybody doing, man? Like, you know, I, actually, let me just uh, address this. You know, uh, right now, um, you know, I'm the kind of person that, you know, I'm very private. To be completely honest with you guys, like, I'm very, you know, down to earth to myself. Um. And while I enjoy doing this, you know, I love having this kind of platform. I love having, you know, somewhere where I can express myself, um, you know, talk about, you know, things that are going on in the world. As you know, as much as I as I like doing that, having this platform, like I said, I do like to stay away from the world as well. You know, I like to, um, like I said, just keep to myself, stay low key. Um, not really show the world what I'm doing. Um, pretty much disappearing, honestly. Um, and I know that, you know, cause I obviously, you know, I want to take my podcast somewhere. I, I, I want to have a platform, a, a much larger platform, but it's also very difficult for me. Cause again, like I said, I like, I like getting away, man. I like <laughs> just really, I, I like being the kind of person that the world doesn't really know what the fuck he's doing. And, and it's like, you know, I, and I'm struggling a little bit to find the balance, you know, in terms of like, um, okay, I know I need to get out there, but then, um, I like going go. So the way I, I just did, um, for the last couple months, but you know, uh, to each his own, again, this is something that I don't think I'm ever gonna, I don't, I don't want to say ever, you never know what happens a little, uh, you know, later on down the line, but I don't think this is something that I'm just going to flat out stop doing. I definitely do enjoy this. I was actually coming home from work today. I was just, I was so excited, yo. I was like, damn, I'm about to get back on the air tonight. It's lit. Um, But since I've been gone, actually, and actually, you know, if you're listening to this, I hope uh, nothing but blessings on blessings on, on, you know, and more blessings on top of that, you know, have come into your life, your family, your circle of friends. Um, Definitely, you know, wishing well for everybody that's listening. But you know, since I've been gone from the scene for a little bit, I've actually, um, I've just been working. I actually started a new position a couple of months ago. Um, I was actually, uh, just trying my best to focus on that and it's going pretty well. I'm actually doing, um, recruitment downtown in the city and it's not bad. There's a lot of, uh, earning potential, good base. It's not bad. It's definitely something, um, that I see, uh, obviously a lot of money in, um, no, I don't love it. <laughs> like I love, I love this kind of, I love this kind of thing. Talking to you guys, um, being a personality or whatever the case may be. Uh, this is the type of shit that I want to get into. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've just been focusing on that, trying to, um, you know, get my feet grounded, you know, understand what I'm doing on a day to day basis and just trying to get this money, man. So that's really, uh, all I've been focusing on over the last couple of months, but you know, my podcast has never, left my mind. It's never been something that I didn't want to do again. I've just been low key, but you know, we all go through that. But other than that, guys, man, again, welcome back to the two live podcast. This is your host, Victor. I definitely, uh, miss doing this so much. You guys have no idea, but okay, yeah, man, a, a nigga has been going through a lot lately, man, to be honest. So just in terms of, uh, growing as a person and, and just like dealing with things from my past, you know, former, former demons or whatever the case may be, you know, just shit that hasn't really been dealt with. It's not something that I really want to get into, um, in the air at the moment, but just know, uh, what I was going through as well had a lot to do with me not, you know, speaking to you guys for a little while, but, 
Yeah, man. I'm back. And, nigga, I am back with a vengeance. Like, <laughs> son, we, I need to talk about a lot of shit, to be honest with you. Like, so many people need to have a word with me. And just shit that I've seen, um, you know, over the last couple months. That And, yo, you would be surprised, man. Because I was thinking to myself, like, yo, how much shit can actually... Bro, a lot of shit has happened. So much has happened. And we, and we need to talk about it. Starting off, oh, my God, Mr. J. Cole... K.O.D. First of all, J. Cole, thank you so much for that album, bro. Oh, my God. You have no idea, bro. Like, I was listening to that album, and I was just like, like, wow. He, like, J. Cole spoke about so much, man. The, the one thing that I've always admired about people like J. Cole is, and you can pretty much, you can add Kevin Hart into this conversation and just people like that. Um... I like the fact that they use their own experiences to, um, you know, create beautiful things, man. Like, you know, J. Cole uses his experiences to, uh, you know, uh, you know, bring his music to life and actually, you know, paint very vivid pictures for us. And, you know, Kevin Hart does the same with his comedy. And, uh, you know, he turns some pretty fucked up situa- situations into like some of the, the hardest laughs I've ever had in my life, you know. Um, but, yeah, you know, I've always appreciated people like that you know, to be able to go, go to that place and, and, you know, pull out, you know, beautiful things. Like, if if you know what I'm saying, it's like, um, you know, I've always admired that, that kind of talent, but J. Cole on this album, I feel like the world needed, needed this album, you know, specifically, uh, people of color to, to be completely honest, to be quite frank. Um, he just spoke about so much, like, I feel like he he was speaking about, you know, what we should be doing with ourselves uh, on on a day-to-day basis. Um, Where the fuck does our money go paying taxes? You know, why the fuck uh, am I still standing in line to vote? Why can't I do it on my phone? You know, talking about um, facing temptations as a man. Um, You know, ladies, and I'm happy that J. Cole, you know, spoke about that because not for nothing, it's like as men... I feel like, yo, we face so many temptations on a day-to-day basis, especially men on, you know, in relationships. Like, yo, you obviously, yo, you should always be faithful to your lady, my nigga, to be honest. And I know sometimes that's that's easier said than done. But, man, I, I just put two and two together with, with, with J. Cole, like, and, and, use Ke- and use Kevin Hart as an example. Like, dude, you really got to love your woman at at the end of the day. And you have to love yours, you know, just drawing back on, on that song, you know, from J. Cole is like, you ain't never going to be happy until you love yours, my nigga. I feel like that's why a lot of dudes cheat because they just don't, they don't love theirs, man. Like, I feel like if you're still looking for more, you're just not appreciative of, you know, what you have going on at the moment. And that's why I, I definitely feel like that's, that's the reason why, why men cheat a lot of times, just because again, they keep on searching for something that they don't believe they have in front of them. Um, but yeah, you know that that's that's just it, man. I feel like uh, men need to really realize, and and women too, because women cheat too. I mean, let's be honest, women definitely cheat too. But we need to focus on what's in front of us, man. It's like if I keep, for example, if I keep focusing on why the fuck I don't have the biggest house or whatever the case may be, instead of just you know loving the apartment that I live in, loving the people that live in the apartment with me, you know, you have to be happy with what you have, man. At the end of the day. And just, uh, you know, going down the line again with J. Cole, like he was talking about, um, you know, family and friends that, 
really weren't there there for you in the past, and now that you're on, they want to be all up on you, yada yada yada. Man, like I felt that so much because I feel like, um, you know, was what, what was that J Cole said in the song? He said, "Oh, I I couldn't get a dollar from you. I remember that." You know, it's like, bro, when you're doing good, when you're looking good, everybody want to be all up on you. Everybody want to be your friend, your fucking, your man's. Like, yo, it's all love, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, when I was in the gutter, when I was when I was down low, you wasn't really, you wasn't there for me, my nigga. I couldn't even hit you up when I needed something. You know, that 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 type of vibe. And, and I like that J. Cole, you know, brought up the fact that, like, when you're in that position where, like, you can, where you have so much power, you have so much money. And and you're able to give like that. It's like, it's like you just want to like your heart is so big you want to do that. But you need to remember like how these people treated you when you were, when you were in certain positions. Um, I feel like that's 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 such a big um you know thing to analyze, especially in the in the black and Hispanic community. Cause I feel like as soon as we get on, bro, like I feel like we just want to like spend so much fucking money and and. And flexible, you know, with so much shit that doesn't even matter. It's like, dog, I really just want a fucking nice house, fucking amazing wife, a couple dogs, a couple nice cars. And that's really it, bro. Like, I'm not going to be out here fucking splurging like that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, I want nice things. But, nigga, I'm not going to be out here on my little pump shit. And that brings me to fucking 1985. I arrived, nigga. <laughs> like, fuck out of here. Yo, J. Cole told Lil Pump, you need to come see me, boy. Bro, and it wasn't even only Lil Pump. It was all these fucking mumble rappers, my nigga. J. Cole told all these niggas, you need to come to the front, nigga. The congregation would like to have a word with you, boy. And in the, in the words of fucking Charlemagne the God, nigga, you need to come fucking see me, have a conversation. Like, what the fuck is going on here? To be honest, he shitted on Every, every fucking rapper who, um, you know, has their, has their name, uh, Lil something, whatever the fuck. If your name is Lil something outside of Lil Wayne, you a fucking bum. I'm sorry. Like, like these niggas, Lil, like Lil what, bruh? Like all these fucking, uh, mumble rappers want to be Lil something. Like that, that shit needs, just needs to get cut out. Like, and, and J. Cole was very smart. The way he came at these niggas, I, I was really impressed. It was like. You know, he didn't call anybody pussy. He didn't, like, try to air out dirty laundry or, or whatever the fuck. You know, the way, you know, Pusha T did. But we about to talk about him in a second. Uh, <laughs> bro, like, he literally told Lil Pump, like, the route that you're going down is, like, bro, you're not woke at all. And, and it's, like, pathetic that you're, in this, that you're in this position. And so many people could, could, you know, be labeled as this, could be put in the same boat, like, you're in this position. You have all this fucking money. You have all this, all this reach, uh, and this is what you're doing. Like you're here in fucking jewelry shops, like just blowing your fucking money away. Like, like dog. There's more shit to life than, than how much jewelry you rocking, bro. Like I guarantee you, all the niggas around you, like, like ain't your boys like that. Like, bro, if all that money fucking disappears, you really think all these niggas gonna be around you? All these niggas gonna be fucking with you, loving you, and shit like that? Like. Nah, bro, you need to cut that shit out. Like, bro, I'm talking about he's over here splurging on dumb shit, just spending millions of dollars on jewelry that that is not important, that is not doing anything for him. And then he has he had then he has the nerve. This is the shit that gets me tight. Then he has the nerve to come back and be like, "Man, I don't really give a fuck about what you old heads doing, man. I, I'm just having fun with what I do." 
or whatever the fuck he said in that response. I'm just like, bro, are you serious? These are the niggas that we're making popular? These are the niggas that we're calling rappers? Like, bro, like, it used to be that you wanted to get nice. You wanted to, like, expand your mind, you know, show niggas that you really put in that time with, with, your, with, your, with your pencil and shit like that. Like, you, you know, you're writing down your bars. And, like, you you know, if rap used to be about, yo, I, I take my crafts very seriously, you feel me? Like, I'm trying to be... Um, I feel like everybody should have that mentality that they, that they want to be the greatest ever at whatever they want to do. And don't get, and don't get me wrong, like not everybody could be that person, but that's what you should strive towards. Like it's okay to strive to, to you know to want to be that. But niggas like Little Pump clearly do not respect their craft, bro. Like they're just out here fucking clout chasing and rapping about what's popular. Literally rapping about nothing. Just they just want a fire beat, and that's it. And then they want to go on it and just talk about how much of fucking dumb shit and whatever the fuck. And don't get me wrong, like, everybody likes the occasional fucking, <clears throat> excuse me, wow, that was bad, <laughs> excuse me, well, like, yeah, man, everybody likes the occasional fucking song that really ain't about shit, I just want to fucking turn up, the beat is fire, whatever, let's get crazy, but, yo, at the end of the day, like, yo, there's so much shit going on in the world right now, that it's like, if you have this platform, and, you, and, and you're not using it for, for positivity, it's just like, dude, I just can't respect you at this point, like, yeah, you gain your money, whatever the fuck, like, I don't wish bad on nobody, nigga, like, I wish, I wish you all the success, my brother, and, and shit like that, but at the end of the day, like, I'm sorry, but I don't respect Little Pump's talent, <laughs> I don't respect, like, all, like, the majority of these niggas' talent, I just don't, like, because it, it really isn't, man, it's like, I feel like if I got in the studio, my nigga, I just got a fire-ass beat, you know, niggas that know how to fuck with, fuck with music and, and put songs together and just have the beat ready. I can really just start rapping about a bunch of hood shit in the way that these niggas do it. And I'm gonna get fucking lit, nigga. Like, I don't get me, I can't go bar for bar with somebody like, I was about to say Nas, but like, that's way, <laughs> yo, <laughs> that's a whole nother level of bars, bro. <laughs> Talk about me and Nas, but like, like, yo, imagine, and, th- and then these niggas can't, they definitely can't freestyle. Don't even get me started on fucking Takashi shit nine, bro. That nigga is fucking doodoo son. But yo, don't get me wrong. I respect the hell out of Takashi, bro, because nigga, all these people out here criticizing him. You know, so, you know, talking that shit, yada yada yada. But boy, you you can't, you really can't argue with the nigga, bro. Like numbers don't lie. But I'm sorry. I mean Takashi, like you trash, bro. But I I respect you. I I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, yeah, like I said, you know, I'll, I'll give him that, but I can't even lie. From like a from like a Bronx niggas perspective, bro, I have been loving the static in rap, <laughs> bro. Yo, rap has been so staticky for like the last couple of months, bro, and I have been loving it, my nigga. I just yo, I just been like, oh nah, like, <laughs> bro, like niggas is not with the shits, like. Bro, I think Takashi was really on camera talking about, yo, 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 fuck, fucking Chief Key, fuck Lil' Re- yo, niggas is wildin', like, and then, uh, that other fucking bitch that was in that video with Takashi, and then you was just like, yo, and then she stood up, and nigga, and the memes was coming out of nowhere, like, I don't know her name, because I really don't give a fuck about her, but whatever, bro, I was just dying, but, son, talking about, <laughs> talking about static and, and, and rap, son, whoo, Pusha T and Drake, man, where do, like where do I even begin? Like, I mean, for for a lot of you that don't know, and and you know, I don't know how true this is, but if this is the reason that this beef started, whatever the fuck, supposedly, 
uh, Pusha T and his people or whatever, they were a little upset that um, Lil Wayne started rocking Bathing Ape or some shit like that. And, you know, Lil Wayne got, got Bathing Ape more popping than, than they were able to get it, whatever. And that's, and that's like how the riff started. And then one thing led to another and here we are. I don't know. To me, that's a dumbass reason or a dumbass stem for, for this type of blossom. Like, I, nah, I don't know. Again, that's just something I read. I don't know how true it, true it is. Obviously, there's two sides to every story. Um, there's obviously a side that they're probably not really, you know, telling us or whatever the case may be. But nonetheless, these niggas is beefing. Now, this this is my thing. Pusha T, like, bro, you don't get me wrong. Like, lyrically, you, you like, you're good. Yada, 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 bro. But I feel like, I feel like Pusha T is just a really good, I don't know, like a really good uh, battle rapper that can make some songs, I guess, whatever, like, dude, I, I'll be honest with you, nobody's ever been in, and I, I know you also, you also somebody posted shit, and that shit, has, yo, that shit has stuck with me, and for this reason, I gotta say that Drake is gonna win, bro, I've never been in a whip, and somebody's like, hey, yo, my nigga, throw that new Pusha T on, <laughs> yo, never, Ever in my life. Somebody was like, yo, I thought I knew Pusha T on, nigga. Yo, never, never, never. But with Drake, your son, this nigga, I feel like he got a new hit out every single week, bro. Like, I know y'all, I know y'all niggas heard Yes Indeed. That shit was just fire, bro. But then the thing with me is, uh, and I don't know if this was Photoshopped, whatever the case may be, but I guess somebody was taking a look at like, at, like the uh, the licenses or whatever, Um, you know, behind both diss tracks. Um, and Pusha T, you know, was the only person, uh, listed, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, under his diss track and Drake had like two other niggas on his shit. I don't know, man, but bro, you got other niggas like writing for you for a diss track. That's just a no, no. And your shit is automatically thrown out the window. Like it's a diss track coming from you. Stop. Cool. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just don't like seeing a lot of this collaborating and, and, and rap and shit like that. Like I really... Just want to see niggas writing their own shit. I don't give a fuck if you got a chorus from another nigga. Like, dude, just write your own shit. Like, come on. Like, this is your craft. This is your profession. Like, I don't think that's asking too much, to be honest. Like, but nonetheless, that's that's the situation. And to be honest with you, I kind of have to, you know, uh, dial you know dial down my uh my praise of, of Pusha T's diss track because when I, when I when I first heard it, I was just like. I had the I had the look on my face like I just seen a ghost, my nigga. I was like, wow, wow, like you know that meme with LeBron, wow, wow. <laughs> that was me, son. But then I started I started to think about it. I was like, oh, bro, like you really just out here, you really just out here dry snitching at the end of the day, like, bro. He's airing out this nigga's dirty laundry, talking about his his you know his porn star baby mother, his son. Or, or, you know, Secret Son, whatever he was supposed to, um, you know, address on, on uh, Scorpion, his new album coming out. And I'm just like, yeah, that's not really cool, bro, to, to be honest with you. It's like, you got a problem with me, like, you know, talk about me, talk about, you know, this rap shit, this music shit, yada, yada, yada. But he was really just like, just airing the niggas. Like, yo, that's that man's business, you feel me? Like, that's not something that even needs to be spoken about. I don't know, man. I, I like, I just didn't really like that. I didn't really think it was a manly move. To me, man, I don't, I don't know. Like, I kind of caught that vibe just listening to Pusha T shit. Like, I, no, again, like, at first I was like, oh, this nigga's wildin', yada, yada, yada. Like, 
um, you know, just referring back to something that, that Drake said, he was like, why well, you guys are all, you know, enjoying the circus or whatever the case may be. And, and, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, after a little bit of reflection, I'm just like, again, yeah, this nigga's just out here fucking dry snitching, bro. Like Pusha T sound like the kind of, the kind of nigga, all right, picture this, Pusha T sound like the kind of nigga that would throw you under the bus in front of some bitches to make himself look better. And we all know that nigga. And so, <laughs> Yeah, man, that's 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 how Pusha T was looking, in my opinion. But I don't know, man. Like we'll we'll see. Uh, you know, I I was reading some reports, um, recently, and like, I went done like the last day or two. Um, supposedly Drake's response is done. Uh, I don't know how true that is. I hope it is, and I fully expect him to kill this nigga this weekend. I I yo Drake, you yo you've been quiet a little too long, son. And a lot of people were saying I was like. Is Drake about to take his first L? I don't know, son. I got faith. <laughs> Yo, I got faith in Drake, my nigga. I definitely feel like he's about to, um, you know, come out with some shit. Some shit. I feel like the beat on it is going to be fucking out of this world. Um, but, it, you know, the, the one thing that that I will say that, that you know, Pusha T kind of had a point on. Um, it's just like Drake's, Drake's image, kind of. It's like, you know, he's... He doesn't doesn't really know who he is. Like he's kind of having like identity problems, whatever the case may be. His, um, like the the black ad like the like the black face mask type of picture that he was you know exposing on the cover. Um, I don't know. I guess he kind of he, he you know he kind of had a point about that. Um, but other than that, it's just like, okay, uh, you know, moral of the story is Pusha, you you just gotta. You just gotta like stop aiming so low, bro. Like talk about some other shit. Like let's talk about. I wanna hear. I wanna hear shit about like, you know, try to make Drake look pussy or something. Like you know, talk about shit like that. Like shit that norm that you know normally niggas talk about in 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 diss tracks. So Drake, you really need to come back with like some on some hit 'em up shit. So niggas wanna start airing, yo. And I swear to God, if that shit comes out that it was true. Suppose that Drake was trying to pay niggas like a hundred k for info on Pusha T. Damn son. I don't know. Hey, if he really was trying to pay niggas hundred k for some info, that's how you know my son really about to go hard. Like he's willing, to, he's willing to go to those lengths to fucking find out shit that that the normal human being probably shouldn't know about somebody else. My son said hundred k. Shit, nigga, you offer me hundred k, I'll I'll find something on Pusha T. Nigga, <laughs> Google works, nigga. <laughs> Trust me on that, nigga. Google works, nigga. Um. But other than that, let's see well, what what else has been going on in the fucking, in the fucking world. Oh no, we gotta talk about yo. We gotta talk about Mister Yo, Mister Kanye West. Oh my god. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, what was that video? Was that yeah? yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Son, we need to talk about we need to talk about Kanye. Can somebody like can somebody explain to me what in the actual fuck? is wrong with Kanye. I know I mean I know we all saw the the TMZ, you know, interview, you know, talking about slavery is a choice. Yada yada yada, cool. Um bro. I I don't know how detached you can be from the black community. For you to say, for you to say that is like, bro. Slavery was was not a choice. Let's let's yo, oh my god. Yo, it angers me to even you know, think that somebody could really have the the audacity to really to really say some shit like that out of their mouths and, and and be a black man. That shit just surprised me. 
Now, I, I will say this. He did have a point when, obviously, when he said, um, you know, 90% of the time, it's it, it's, a, it's a black, and that's a fact. It's somebody black killing somebody else that's black. Uh, but he did strike a nerve where he said, dude, we only want to march when it's fucking, you know, somebody white killing somebody black. And that, and I will say that Kanye had a, a crazy good point there. It's true, man. And I've said it before in this episode, you know, referred um, to my Black Lives Matter episode. Um, I said it in there. I was like, dude, we only really want to get up when when we, you know, when we see somebody white killing somebody black. And that's something that needs to change. Like, there needs to be outrage at all times. Like, I feel like that's so hypocritical, you know, within the within the black community, within the Spanish community. But, yo, it's a fact. That's literally the only time there's outrage. Now, with that being said, there's just a lot of shit that I cannot forgive Kanye West for. Like, bro, you are for, again. You really out here saying that slavery was a choice. Let's 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 get that shit out the way, nigga. You need to pack that shit up immediately, nigga. Fuck, wow. And then, I, I, and I know this didn't happen, uh, you know, within like the last, uh, you know, two months or whatever the case may be. But you know, so, since I've been away, but nigga. I'm not I'm not just going to act like you dead ass didn't take a whole picture with Donald Trump like bro we're not going to just skip past that like that ain't happened because that definitely did happen nigga like is that the point where it's like enough is enough bro like to be honest with you I haven't even listened to Kanye's album I don't want to listen to Kanye's album I don't want to stream it I don't want to do anything I don't do anything that is going to support him because I feel like Kanye has just flown off the rails so far in terms of I don't even think he even knows who he is at this point. I'm gonna let that sink in for a little for a second. I'm gonna say this. I don't even think Kanye knows who he is at this point. And like, do you do you look at Kanye sometimes and then and you look at his mannerisms, you see the way he speaks, you see the way he, he acts when he's just speaking to people normally. And then you listen to his songs, you listen to the nigga in the booth. Like those are two different people. Like honestly, the way he's the yo, the way this nigga raps and, and talks in his raps, he sounds like he's really some hood nigga. Like, you feel me? But then when it comes to his conversations, bro, I, I don't know, man. Like, and, and it pains me to say this, but I honestly think that Kanye is using black people. Honestly, I, I, I truly feel that way. Like, I feel like the person that 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 Kanye shows us in the booth is not really who he is. I, I feel like the person in the booth is who he used to be. And, you know, his perception, his, 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 his motivations, they have, they have changed him over time. And dude, Kanye is just not the same person anymore. Again, like you see it in the way he acts, the way, he, the way he speaks to people. It's just two different, it's two different people, man. Cause you're not going to tell me Kanye in the booth is like, is going to say some shit like, Oh, slavery was a choice like you know make america great again when was it ever great nigga right come on man there's just there's 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 too much shit going on in the world kanye like you have too much reach you have too much power for you to really be on that type of time and again i think it just comes down to the kardashian curse bro those that family is just like so oh my god like they they want to be black so bad bro (laughs) like you can just tell like Yo, they want to be black so bad just without everything else that comes along with it. You know, all the dangers that come that come along that we face on a day-to-day basis. They don't want to deal they don't want to deal with that shit. 
you know, and just look at, yo, look at how, yo, look at how Kim Kardashian be dressing half the time. She wasn't dressed like a fucking white girl during that fucking uh, album listening party at, that they had in Wyoming or some shit that we all saw. That we all saw fucking, yo, I saw, yo, and like seeing like the, the black people that were there, I'm just like, how can you support this nigga after what he said? Like, at what point is enough? Is it like, uh, what point is enough enough? Honestly, like, let's let's really ask ourselves, like, how long are we going to let people, um, you know, say certain shit and actually like show up like nigga? Like, you know, for example, when, uh, you know, when OJ was found not guilty, like a lot of people wasn't even fucking with him. Like, you know, like, and I'm sure, you know, and, and I know that's an extreme fucking comparison. Cool. That's the next. Yo, that is. All right. Maybe I wild out with that comparison, but it's like the same idea behind it. Like, you know, just because of who you are, I'm not gonna forget like shit that you said or shit that you've done. Like, that's not gonna blind me to to what I know is the truth. You feel me? So, you know, it it just comes back to it, man. I feel like Kanye is, is using black people. I feel like he's just showing people. Um, she she's just showing people who they want to see in the booth, man. And like, we're just eating it up, like. Yo, I saw so many people on Facebook talking about, yo, Kanye's album, new album is fire, yada, yada, yada. Like, bro, you like, did you not just hear what, what he was saying a few weeks ago about our people? Like, come on, bro. Like, nah, man. I'm over it. Like, I'm not, I'm not supporting fuck niggas like that ever again. Like, it, it's just not going to happen, man. Um, I'm completely over it. Kanye, I'm good, my brother. Wish you nothing but success. Wish you, wish you and your family, not, uh, you know, nothing but happiness and health. But you gain no play in this ride. Zip, nada, finito, no play in this ride, my nigga. <laughs> it's a fucking dub, bro. Um, yo, but my nigga, look, can can we talk about? And uh, I'm sorry, to just change the topic like this. I mean, I'm pretty much done with Kanye, but whatever, bro. Can we talk about the NBA Finals though? Son, I'm just pausing. Son, <laughs> bro. All right, uh, I'll I'll say this, the like the playoffs in general. They've been okay, um, like we all know what was gonna happen. It was either gonna be, uh, Warriors, Rockets versus the Cavs. We we all we all saw that coming, you know, in, in the um you know in the beginning of the playoffs. We we all saw that coming, but, uh, you know, as the playoffs progressed and Boston started showing that. Their dead fucking ass. Um, I was like, oh shit, it might be fucking Boston uh, Warriors or Rockets in the finals. Holy shit! And then, you know, the conference finals started. And I was just like, wow, dude. Like, I really could not believe that both conference finals went to Game Seven. That shit was so lit, nigga. Wow. Um, but then unfortunately, you know, Chris Paul got got injured. You know, we saw what happened with that. I mean, the Warriors started the the series off strong. Um, I was really surprised actually that the, uh, you know, that the Rockets came out on top in game four and five. Like that was really crazy. I was like, wow, these niggas is really down three, two, son. Like niggas really had to win fucking, you know, two games back to back. And, and, you know, again, I know Chris Paul got hurt and everything like that, but you know, that's not the Warriors fault. At the end of the day, you got to play who's in front of you. And that's, that's what unfortunately happened. And, you know, looking on the, uh, on the cap side. Dude, I'm like, yo, what more does LeBron have to do? Like, uh, 
fast forward, you know, past the conference finals into, you know, into game one. Yo, my son had over 50 points, uh, uh, triple double nigga. Like what more does this man have to do, bro? Like I'm, I'm going to say this now and I could have fucking two more episodes debating on this topic. LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time. I don't give a fuck what nobody has to say about Jordan, his six fucking rings that he got against fucking old men in the finals on a team that still won 50 games the year, uh, no, 50 plus games after he retired the first time, but yet he was so great. But when LeBron left Cleveland, these niggas tanked for like fucking four straight seasons Hey, I mean, again, there's so much shit that we could talk about, you know, comparing LeBron and Jordan. I don't really, I don't really want to get into it at this point. But if you're still walking around saying that Jordan is better than LeBron, literally, that's not even a statement coming from fact, nigga. That's just opinion. Because I know a lot of niggas in the world want to hate LeBron, but to be honest with you, what is there to hate on, bruh? And this is coming from somebody that supports Golden State. like, And I'm just like, yo, there is literally nothing that you can do to hate on LeBron. And I say this now, it's like, even though I'm supporting Golden State and I want them to win because I fuck with how, how they develop their team, even though that, you know, what KD did going to the Warriors, that was some bitch shit. I'll be the first one to admit it. That was really some bitch shit. But at the end of the day, you got to give it up to the Warriors, my nigga. Uh, Steph Curry drafted. Klay Thompson drafted. Draymond Green drafted. So... You know, you got you got to give it up to them, but bro, like, what what like what the fuck is even is even going on? Like, you really can't you really can't hate on LeBron, bro. Like, just just stop hating on on the man. Like, people are saying that they don't like LeBron for just dumbass shit. Like, there's literally no fact behind saying Jordan is better than LeBron. Like, it's 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 so debatable, but at this point. There's really just no argument in my eyes, but again, I, I I'm really digressing, dude. Again, I could go I could go on for days about that, but pertaining to the finals, dude, nobody's ever ever had the type of uh responsibility on offense and defense that LeBron has, ever. I don't I don't remember, I don't even think ever in the history of basketball. Um, a nigga has led his team in like all the major categories and like every single season that well not every single season but the majority of the seasons LeBron has fucking led his team in all the major categories my nigga and here he is in the finals you know going up against uh in my opinion the greatest team in the history of basketball I'm sorry let's let's <laughs> let's put that out there right now I think Golden State is just the greatest team ever and here he is working so fucking hard doing everything he yo he's dragging this team kicking and screaming drag them through the season drag them through the playoffs dragging them through these through these finals and bro like as if he didn't have the odds stacked against him already here we go with the fucking refs here we go with fucking jr smith's dumbass bro like game one you know, and honestly, at this point, like, with game two is, like, it was expected. We knew the Golden State was about to, you know, like, just blow these niggas out. But it, it was expected after such a deflating loss in game one, after after a lot of bullshit calls were being called in game two, it's like, 
Yo, going to the game, I knew what was going to happen. It was no surprise. But in game one, bro, like, yo, that overturned call, right? Like, at, at the end, that went from uh, a, an offensive, uh, like, an offensive foul, a charge or whatever the case may be, to, to a fucking blocking foul on LeBron. Like, nigga, he was clearly outside the restricted circle, bro. Like, yo, that play was bang, bang, son. Like, yo, you're in the finals. It's game one. It's LeBron James. I don't give a fuck that they, that they were an oracle. You do not overturn that call on LeBron James, bro. That's like that's just. And again, I want the Warriors to win. I don't want them to win that way. Like, I wouldn't really feel too too happy about. And again, like they they're really not gonna give a fuck because at the end of the day, these two teams they don't like each other. So honestly, I I don't see why you know they would feel bad for them. But you know, as as an outsider, you know, looking in, I'm just like. Yo, this is kind of fucked up, bro. Cause I feel I feel kind of robbed of like the NBA Finals. Is like, dude, this is the fourth time in a row that you guys are fucking playing each other. I'm sorry, but the level of excitement just isn't there. And then, you know, we had the opportunity to go into Game Three. You know, with a tied series, nigga, I wouldn't be able to sleep, <laughs> son, bro. If the series was tied right now, and game and Game Three is tomorrow, by the way. I mean, as as a you know the majority of you know that game three is tomorrow, bro. If game three was tomorrow and the series was tied one one going back into Cleveland, oh my god, bro! I think game three would be the most watched game of basketball in the history of fucking television, my nigga. Oh my god, that shit would be so lit. But no, because of fucking J.R. Smith's dumbass, the refs fucking just disrespecting. I feel robbed of a fucking of a final series, my nigga. And J.R. Smith like. Bro, if I was on that team, to be honest with you, he would have to see me, bro. Like, not on some beef shit when we done, but if you want to be cool with me, like, after after today, you got to see me, bro. My, nah, fuck out of here. You got to see me. Because how you sound, my nigga, first of all, you're a professional, number one. You're being paid millions of dollars to do this. So, there's no excuse. There, and... Yo, mistakes are going to happen throughout the course of a game. Everybody's human. Mistakes happen in any sport. But, bro, there is no excuse for not knowing the situation. There is no excuse for not knowing the score. There is no excuse for not knowing how much time is left. In, especially in game one of the finals against the fucking Golden State Warriors, bro. There is no excuse for not knowing what the fuck is going on. And then what do you do? You get the ball. You rebound it over KD. And then you do some J.R. Smith shit. <laughs> and then you do some J.R. Smith shit. Crazy part is, it's not the first time something like that has happened with J.R. Smith, but that's not the here nor there. Well, that is, that is here nor there. Nigga, it's not the first time you're a fucking dumbass. But, bro, you took, you rebounded the ball. You you ran all the way out like niggas was playing 21 or some shit like that. <laughs> no, no, I got to take the ball out, bro. I got the rebound. You know, hit rim. Nigga. And then niggas, well, LeBron didn't even know that there was still a timeout left. I, I'll give him that. But then, like, you didn't even know that there wasn't a timeout, my nigga. And then the fact that we we yo, we saw you mouth the words saying, "I thought we was up." Then you want to try to paint the picture for the media like, like, oh no, nah, I really know what the situation was. Like, bro, you want to lie about it too? Yo, I would have found that shit so disrespectful as a professional, as a teammate. That nah, man, nigga, ain't no picking up my man's at, at that point. Like, you gotta, yo, nah, son. Like that shit is just so disrespectful. Like, bro, like these niggas here working hard every day, bro, and you just gonna do that. 
Yeah, yo, like, I can only imagine how deflating that was. I mean, we all know, like, we saw LeBron walk out after the press conference. And first of all, that reporter that kept asking that, those questions, my nigga, shut, yo, what the fuck? Like, you was, yo, you were asking the same question how many different ways, bro? Like, are you stupid? Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not surprised LeBron walked out. And that's just a testament to the kind of guy he is because he walked out calmly and, like, didn't even, like, disrespect it or, or nothing. Even though I know... Yo, he walked away pissed, nigga. I know that nigga was tight. So I got I gotta give it up to LeBron, man. He he's he's a big guy, man. Like he he uh he has some pretty thick skin. You know, I I I'll give him that. But other than that, man, like I'm really hoping that, you know, alright. I I'm just gonna flat out and, and come on and say it. A part of me wants the Cavs to win to win these finals. I said it. Fine. I said it. A part of me wants the Cavs to win. Why? Not because, you know, I feel like LeBron's place in this era is is clearly solidified. There's no argument. But in the history of basketball, I feel like if if LeBron won this series, he would be, there's just no, yo, there's literally, there would be no argument. And, And I live for the day that there's no argument between Jordan and LeBron as to who's who's the greatest. I know who's the greatest already. But I need the whole world to know it. I, I need I need I need niggas that are saying that Kobe's the greatest to know it. I need niggas that are saying that Jordan is the greatest to know it. I need I need those niggas to know it. That is the only reason why a part of me wants the Cavs to win. But other than that, man, I, again, there's there's just no argument, man. When you look at the stats, shit like that, when it comes to rings, that argument is just so fucking stupid. I just have two words, a couple words for you. When it comes to rings, Bill Russell, Robert Horry. That's it. Thank you. That's why that argument is so fucking dumb, nigga. That's why. But, yeah, man, we're going to see. We're going to see if the fucking Cavs could, you know, turn this into a series. I truly hope that they do um, from a rating standpoint, from an excitement standpoint, like, Yo, the Rockets series was fucking lit, nigga. Game 7 was crazy. Honestly, the Cavs-Boston uh, series was lit too, man. Like, I want a series like that for the finals, bro. It's the, the it's the biggest, like, little mini tournament in the playoffs. Like, I need to know what the fuck is good. So, yeah, man. Yo, Cavs, turn it up. Make this into a series, my nigga. Make me want to fucking tune in because Game 2, I'll be honest with you, was fake boring as shit. Like, I almost stopped... Watch, I I really wasn't even paying attention that much, bro. I was so disengaged from that game. I was just like, I know it's about to happen. I know I know these niggas about to get cooked. So yeah, man, I want to see a series. Oh man, but that's it, everybody. This, this was my, uh, this was my comeback episode. Um, definitely gonna uh you know get on the uh the consistent uh train again. Um, be on the lookout. There's definitely gonna be a lot more content um coming, especially this summer and 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 towards the uh the end of the year. Um, I still haven't sh- you know I haven't shared away from that goal of of me wanting to get on YouTube, um you know make make visual episodes and and things like that. But you know definitely look look out for that. Um, look out for more content uh here on Anchor or or wherever the case may be wherever you're listening to this. Um, yeah, just stay on the lookout. Thank you, thank you everybody that has. Um, you know, pe- people that actually have reached out to me and, and you know, have asked me like, yo, where the fuck you at? Like, why haven't, why haven't I heard anything from you? You know, people that, that have, that have done that, you know, who you are like, I appreciate you. You know, I appreciate everybody that, that has listened to this, that is going to listen to this. 
Um, appreciate anybody that that has that has supported me through just about anything that I, that I've been through has supported me in, in this. Um, this is just the beginning, yeah. Honestly, um, I don't know where this is gonna take me, but I don't plan on stopping. I plan on being as as successful as possible. I plan on uh, making this as successful as possible. But you're ready, man. That's just a little. That's just a little sneak peek into the uh into the blueprint, as some will say. But yeah, everybody. Hope you have a blessed evening, blessed rest of your week. Niggas do have to work tomorrow. That's a bummer. But yeah, man, we almost there. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Two more days to Friday. You know what that means? The weekend, motherfucker. <laughs> nah. But yeah, man. Love you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Look out for the next episode. This was your host, Two Live. Be easy.